Morning. Many years ago, I lived in Netherlands and I was attached to Portsmouth Church in what's now called a mission partner. We heard about our commitment to global mission last week from Sim. I always remember when I came back, people would sometimes treat me differently if I used the word missionary. Not only did it make them imagine me, I think, as a middle-aged woman in a smock, but um, some would assume that I had some sort of extra spiritual commitment or Bible knowledge. Um, one person got so cross with me that I wasn't familiar with Calvin's views on Christianity that he stormed out the house and he didn't even come back. Just didn't come back. In reality, of course, there's no special qualifications or extra holiness for those who live in another country. They're being obedient to Jesus just as you are in the office or the classroom. We're all part of God's mission wherever he chooses to send us. I don't know how you feel about that. You might be thinking, well, faith's quite a personal thing and I don't like to talk about it. But becoming a follower of Jesus does include being part of his mission. The first reason for being committed to God's mission is our love of Jesus. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commands or what I say. The word go appears in the Bible 1,514 times. And Jesus was always saying it. Go, go tell, go invite. The message and the way Jesus lived was such wonderful news that he invites us, his followers, to go and tell people about it. Go make disciples. Jesus calls all of us to go. Now, you might be worried about alienating people or people just thinking you're a weirdo or you might have tried sharing your faith, but it went horribly wrong. One of my most embarrassing disasters of sharing my faith came when my now husband asked me on a date. We'd only known each other a few weeks and instead of just saying no thank you, I decided I would launch into the reasons why I couldn't date him, which involved the fact that I'd like to pray with my husband in the future about our kids. He was confused, I was embarrassed, but in the end, months, months and months later, when I advised him on a course about Christianity, he did come. I think if anything, just to find out why this woman was so crazy. The second reason we should be involved in mission is the love of other people. During this pandemic, there is so much need. Some are calling this period a period of crisis, like hitting a wall or the disillusionment phase, where people are fed up with it and don't know what to do. We're in a season where people are looking for hope and they don't want false hope. They want hope that will influence their circumstances right now, even if they don't change. Desmond Tutu once said, hope is being able to see that there is light despite the darkness. So what do we mean practically by mission where we are? Well, yes, words are important. Um, you're only following Jesus today because someone told you about it. But the mission of God is so much wider than words. It's words and actions and they go hand in hand. In Revelation 21, we read the words of John, one of Jesus' disciples who glimpsed a vision of the future. I'm going to read it. He says, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. 
God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. God is wanting to renew and restore his creation. In the passage, we see that under the kingship of Jesus, human beings live in loving relationships with one another as they care for God's creation. There are no more tears or crying or sorrow, which we know is caused so much by other human beings. When Jesus calls us to go, it's not only to announce the kingdom in words, but to live it out. When we choose to follow Jesus, we not only commit to partnering with him to change us, but partnering with him to change the world. Through Jesus, we set about healing relationships, being peacemakers, working for justice and truth, demonstrating mercy and forgiveness. And these are powerful evidences that the kingdom of God is breaking in now, not just in a life after death sort of way. Like the illustration the youth gave us earlier, we're filled with the Holy Spirit as he transforms our thinking, heals our hurts, and out of that we spill over into a hurting world in a way that someone called courageous and contagious joy. In the Bible, there are plenty of examples of where people who come to know Jesus and follow him influence others. Jesus once talked to talk to an outcast, a lady, and after listening to her and caring for her, she went back and told her whole village to come and see Jesus. And we see people in our community come to know Jesus and they're truly contagious and full of joy and can't stop talking about him. In the Old Testament, when Asa came to the throne, Israel was in a terrible state and he set about reforming the whole country. Some of us will get the opportunity to have a wider influence, be it through government or leading in our workplace or being governors at our kids' school. Then there's the case of the jailer in the New Testament, who after seeing God miraculously break Paul and Silas free from their chains, came to follow Jesus himself. The account says he took them to his house and you can imagine how he told the story. And then Paul and Silas explained who Jesus was. And then the jailer and his whole household rejoiced because they believed in God. And some of us will know that privilege of introducing a family member to Jesus. Now you might be thinking, but I'm just not like that. I don't have influence. I'm terrified of talking. When Jesus sent his disciples to be witnesses, it looked a bit laughable. They were scared, mainly uneducated, poor. They were under Rome. They had no influence or position. The task was utterly daunting and terrifying as they were told to go into the earth, into all nations. Blimey, were they up to it? Jesus had given them authority. He declared them, go and be sure of this, I'm with you always. Jesus trusts his followers, whom he's created, to influence their environments for the kingdom. Right from creation, we see how God creates Adam and Eve, and he entrusts them to care for the environment for creation. I find it so humbling that as human beings who've made such a mess of this planet, he still entrusts us to care and establish his kingdom in this new creation that he started. He trusts you and me to take his message and values everywhere. 
in the office, in the classroom, at home, on the street, on the school grate, in the council, in your block of flats, even in your yoga class. Whether you feel it or not, Jesus is saying, you, yes, you are the light of the world. You are the one that brings hope. You are the one that can show others the way. You add flavour to life. You bring healing. You can wipe away tears. You can seek justice. You can show mercy. And as a church, we recognise that wherever our people are scattered through the city, God has uniquely placed them there. We are ambassadors for his kingdom. We are little lights shining for Jesus. And that light intensifies as we join together with others. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, he says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that people may see your good deeds. How we respond as a community to hunger, homelessness, poverty, injustices in the world, inequality, demonstrates what God thinks about those things. In the area of Portswood, we want to open our building to seek to provide safe places for people to meet and build community, as well as meeting their practical needs. As we go wider, we want to partner with other churches across the city, above bar, city life, the lighthouse, anyone and everyone. We love the city through food banks, through street passes, through debt advice, through family support groups. The list goes on as we, the Church of Jesus, citywide, are committed to bringing the message of love and hope, loving the city and everyone in it, changing communities for good, and alongside this, sharing words of who we believe Jesus is and what he has done for us. Nelson Mandela said, it's not the kings and generals who make history, but it's the masses of people. And as Portswood, our commitment to God's mission is a core value running through everything and everyone. Our love of Jesus and others compel us to pray for vision, to be courageous in the steps we take to obey God's calling to go. So let's pray together now. Jesus, we thank you for entrusting us with this great and awesome commission to go. You know we're weak, we're frail, we make mistakes, we get tongue-tied, we're sinful, and yet you work through us. And so Jesus, today we commit ourselves again wherever we are and whoever we find ourselves with, to be your agents of the kingdom, to bring truth, to bring justice, to bring mercy, to bring love into everyone and everything. Jesus, please take us as your community to shine a light, no matter how dark things get. In Jesus' name we ask this. Amen.